Welcome to our February 17th worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. Today we celebrate Ash Wednesday. And as we celebrate Ash Wednesday, we celebrate the journey and the promise that leads us to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within us all. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with us. Amen. Please join us to the call to worship. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on God's holy mountain. The day of the Lord draws near, a day of darkness and gloom. Yet, even now, our God comes with relentless love to turn dust into promises and calamity into joy. Thank 
Please join us for a word of prayer. Lead us from the dust of death, O God, in your mercy and love. Clean our hearts with your refiner's fire and walk with us, for we cannot endure this journey alone. Bless us with discernment and wisdom and anoint us with patience and perseverance. And as we travel the road to the cross, amen. And now join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses so we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please join us in Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions, wash away all my inequity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my inequity. Create in, your, in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and let my mouth declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. May it please you, you, to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of the righteous, in burnt offerings offered whole. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Praise be the Lord. Let's join together for our prayer of assurance. Return to the Lord your God. 
God, who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, will welcome you into God's promised grace. Amen. Let's join together in prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for this time of intentional study and intentional focus. Precious God, we thank you for this time of preparation for a resurrection. Today, as we begin our Lenten journey, we pray that you be with us, that you move with us, that you move within us, and you set us free with realities of newness so that we can go forth and share those with others. Help us to be in this place, Lord, of personal reflection so that we can open doors for the greater community. Be the shepherd before us on our Lenten journey. Amen. Welcome to our Lenten sermon for 2021. As we move into this time of prayer and reflection, I hope that this be a time that you find newness. I hope this not be a 40-day period of you just not doing something, but I hope that this becomes a 40-day period that you look for renewal, that you look for unintentional places that you create division, that we all discover together the doors that Jesus Christ is trying to open through the reality of His being, through our connection to Him. I pray that this be a place that we find resurrections so that we can show others the freedom of their own resurrections. This isn't a personal time of study and reflection, and this Lenten journey can be so misaskewed because we begin, like the first question that I always get asked during this time of Lent is, what are you going to give up for Lent? What are you going to sacrifice for Lent? And there is, there's two ways of maneuvering that, and I actually phrase it in the way I, I gave it. Lent is either this time that we, we give up something and we're personally tormented, by giving it up, or Lent becomes this place that we set something aside so that we can be more focused on freedom of growth and renewal and preparation through intentional study of the grace of Jesus Christ. It is my prayer for us all that we go through this as a quest of renewal, and not just 40 days of not doing something. Let's look at the life of Jesus Christ as we go through this conversation today, because the quest of stopping and praying and meditating and finding personal renewal is very much a part of the core DNA of what Jesus Christ did for us, and it's a part of the core DNA of how Jesus Christ thrived within our lives and within our world and within our greater structure so that we could all find freedom and a resurrection. Just before that Jesus Christ stepped out to commit 
a major act, a major moment within his ministry. We see preceding that, we see just before those actions take place, this moment of Jesus Christ stepping away and praying and focusing and rebuilding. We see within Jesus Christ's actions the necessity to stop, to look, to focus, to grow before stepping out and doing something new and something big all the way up to the moment of the resurrection. Let's look at it. Let's look at the start of Jesus Christ's ministry. If we go all the way back to the beginning, just before Jesus Christ comes out, Jesus Christ takes a moment to set aside of prayer and reflection, and we see that through the accounts of Jesus Christ going into the wilderness to stand and be tempted by the great deceiver. We see Jesus Christ stepping away, stepping aside, going into the wilderness, hungry, focusing, praying for guidance and strength to go forth and to do what he is about to do. Now, as we, as we have shared so many times, as I've shared in different settings, never pray for patience because patience comes through tribulation. And we see that image in Jesus Christ as he goes out into the wilderness to be tempted. He goes out and he stands in the presence of the great deceiver. And Jesus Christ goes through this time period of temptation and challenges so that he can grow and become stronger to go forth and not to fall for those challenges as he goes through his ministry. Let's look at the things that he was tempted and challenged by in this time in the wilderness. Jesus Christ is challenged by the quest of personal gain. Jesus Christ is challenged by the quest of personal notoriety. Jesus Christ is challenged by the quest of personal power and all of these things that Jesus Christ could have used to transform the world. It just would not have been the transformation that he came to provide. Jesus Christ could use wealth to set people free from the temporary, but it would not have set them free from the eternal. Jesus Christ could have used notoriety to set people free from the temporary, but not the eternal. Jesus Christ could have used political power and political strength to set people free from the temporary, but not from the eternal. As Jesus Christ steps aside to begin this time of prayer and challenge and growth before he starts his ministry, Jesus Christ is in this prayerful place between the temporary and the eternal. The temporary and the eternal. And the more that Christ overcomes the temporary within this challenging temptation time in the wilderness, Jesus Christ is ready to go out 
and serve the world to open the doors for the eternal. So, wilderness goes out. He's in prayer. Prayer preparation. What happens? Jesus Christ goes out and starts his ministry. And he finds out through the quest of going out and dealing with the temporary alone that for the eternal to be cared for, he has to have help. He has to have others involved with him in the ministry. So as he tackles the temptations of the temporary, he sees that to go out and to restore newness and to lead the world towards a resurrection, he has to do it within a community. Jesus Christ steps away. He prays. He receives a reality. He acts upon it. And the ministry of salvation begins. Let's look at another moment of Jesus Christ stepping away. And if you participate with us on our weekly worship videos, this, this next example is as fresh as last Sunday. Jesus Christ steps away. See, Jesus Christ finds the strength and the ability, and he starts doing his ministry. He shows the authority by casting out an impure spirit. He shows the source of that strength through interacting with the history of faith. And then he goes out to heal the sick and to set people free from the demons in their lives. And Jesus Christ finds his place in ministry and begins his ministry and is full bore serving it. But even within that, he steps away. He prays. He's renewed. Not just so that he can be refreshed he can have his cup filled so that he can continue to fill the cups of others. But Jesus Christ steps away and he prays and he's renewed so that he can begin to see there is bigger needs than even the ones that he's stepped out to serve. See, there is a challenge within ourselves as we go on these journeys of personal renewal. There's a challenge that exists within ourselves as we go on these moments of personal reflection, that we can become so comfortable and so confined within the things that we are comfortable with. We can go out and do powerful ministry and we can do the same thing over and over and over again and we can touch lives and transform lives and we can get stuck in the loop that we're only doing it for the same people. But we should be within the challenge of looking outside of our understanding, even looking outside of our own fruitful ministries, so that we can see other souls that are still longing for need and care within the mission of Jesus Christ. As we look at our scripture from this past Sunday, Jesus Christ is doing great, big, and powerful things. But he still steps away to pray the focus to be renewed. And then what happens when he leaves? That time of prayer. Jesus Christ turns to all of his friends and say, let's go to a new place. Let's go to a new place. 
and care for new needs and new situations and interact with those new needs and those new situations so the gospel can continue to grow. The first time we talked about Jesus Christ setting out, he begins to see that he is truly equipped to care for the challenges. In this instance, we see him caring for the challenges and realizing that there's more. And there's more people and there's more places to go to. Then I want to look at one more. And this is the Gethsemane experience. Just before that Jesus Christ starts steamrolling towards the cross. Jesus Christ, once again, steps aside. He goes to a place of personal prayer, of personal reflection. He goes to a place that he can have this one and pure moment of solitude to connect with God. And he says this phrase, and it's powerful, and it's something I think about very frequently as I go through my own personal Lenten journeys. He utters this phrase in his prayer, Lord, take this cup away from me. See, sometimes we have to step away and pray and be renewed because even when we see the fruits of our labors, we become tired and we want to pass them on and we need somebody else to carry the cross for us. We become tired, no, no matter how beautiful the ministry is, we become tired and we begin to question if we're doing the right stuff, even if we see the fruits blossoming in the trees while we're doing it. Jesus Christ in this moment is very beautiful to me because I see for one moment questioning. I see for one moment questioning. Lord, take this cup away from me. I see for one moment fear. Lord, take this cup away from me. I see for one moment a desire to take an easier path. Lord, take this cup away from me. But Jesus Christ continues that prayer and he sticks through it. And then he gets to this moment, not my will, but your will be done. You know, we can have these moments that we have seen, that we have the gifts and the graces that go on the mission, just like Christ's challenge in the wilderness. There's times that we can see the fruits of our labors, just like Christ going out and expelling spirits and healing the sick. And we still wonder if it's enough. And we still wonder if it's the right path. Jesus Christ stepping away of this prayerful meditation, seeing that he is truly following God's will and only able to see that through personal prayer and personal reflection. He utters the words, not my will, but your will be done. And then everything falls in the place for Jesus Christ to be led to the cross. As we go through this time of personal reflection, I want us to truly look at who we are 
as creations in God's loving grace. I want us to truly look at who we are and the creation of God's empowering greater purpose. And I want us to not just see the fruits of the labor, but we continue to see the shepherd's staff right before us, pointing the way of caring for the greater world. As we go through our Lenten journey this year, I need it. I need it for me. I need it for you. I need it to not be a time that we just focus on not doing something. I need it not to be that. I need it to be a time that we are reminded that we are equipped to be the servants. I need it to be a time that we are reminded that even when we see the fruits, there's more care to come. And I need it to be a time that we pray together and we see that even in our moments of doubt, especially in our moments of worry and concern, that we are following the shepherd's staff to places where a resurrection can occur, not just for us, but for the greater world this year. As you go through your Lenten journey, I pray it not be just a time of not doing something. But it becomes a time that we pray, refresh, grow, so that we can go forth and do something powerful. Something so powerful that we show others their place in the resurrection. Now today... At our church, we will have this moment that everybody can come through and receive the ashes. And today, as I share the words, from dust we have come and to dust we will return, I want us to think about the whole living that exists in between that. From dust we were created by the hands of God and Adam, and to dust we will return when our time in this presence is complete. But there's more than that. Because, as Jesus Christ found out in his prayer in the wilderness, that we deal with the temporary and we deal with the eternal. There, are, there is a temporary of existing, but there is an eternal in the relationships we build, the lives we touch, and the other people that we set free to find their resurrections. There is an eternal and it is my prayer through our Lenten journey that we become so connected to eternal things that we step forth in the actions of justifying grace and live and breathe in the reality of sanctifying grace that so many dear friends find doors open for them to find eternal resurrections. That's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for me. I pray that we don't just not do something. I pray that we find newness and hope and a resurrection that creates resurrections for others. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right 
During our Ash Wednesday celebration, we will have a drive-through time to share in the ashes. The following prayer is a blessing for that moment. May these ashes remind us of the frailty of our lives here on earth. May our hearts open wide to face our mistakes. And may we commit ourselves to leading more godly lives. May we arrive from dust to promise, heeding God's call to live each day to the fullest. Amen. Thank you for participating in this offering for Ash Wednesday. Let's join together for our closing benediction. Christ came to reconcile us with God. Praise be to God. Christ came to make us holy. Thanks be to the Holy One. Christ, send us to love others as we are loved. Rejoice in the spirit of love. Go with the blessing of God. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. Amen.